everybody. New episode of Cave of Crimes. Here we go again. I'm Fauzi. And I'm John. And today we're back again with a new brutal something. I don't know, but whatever. We're back with a new brutal <laughs> episode. Some new tales, uh, some new accounts of some bloody stuff from our series in the Middle Ages. Uh, and just to let y'all know, we, uh, you know, last week there was no new episodes. We are doing a little bit of housekeeping with the podcast. Right, we're improving our equipment. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. We'll give you guys some updates on what's going on on our end because we were quite busy doing some, uh, well, uh, talking about some things in regards to this podcast. So we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah, but, we're, um, we're kind of cooking something up for October. That's the only thing we can tell you by now. Yeah, because at the time of this recording, it is what the fourth of September. October's uh, right around the corner, and that's a big month, especially for us, because we're on here. It's our baby. It's the month. It's gonna be the baby. It's the best month there is. So we have a lot of stuff coming up for next month, and we're really excited to tell you guys more about it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive right in, man. Yeah. So, what is this uh, thing? It's uh, it's gonna be you today. Yeah. You have something uh, Dutch, you have something German, I think, isn't it? I do. A brutal, yeah, a brutal murder. This is going to, uh, well, several. It's not, oh, it's boy. not just one. It's never enough with just one. Medieval always... Germany, huh? What's it like back then? Well, it's interesting. So, it's medieval Germany. Now, we are cheating a little bit. I'm going to tell you guys the stories that I have two stories for you. Part one will be today, This is, or else we would be here talking for an hour and 30 minutes. But we have two stories. They both come from Germany. Uh, one of them would be technically modern-day France, but back in those days, it was Germany. And I see. Uh, basically, we have two stories that come from roughly the 1560s, the 1570s, which technically is not really the Middle Ages at that point. People think it's like the Renaissance, but it's close enough. Okay, like, maybe maybe they're still medieval-y back then in Germany. Germany is <laughs> Germany's very it wasn't like uh, as much as uh, I would say France or England at Italy. the time. No, believe it or not, that is true. Germany at this time was very. There was a lot of stuff happening in Germany, particularly in this Old century. Old Yeah, and we're gonna go into that with these two uh, wonderful tales that I have. All right, well, go ahead, you know? man. So, again, it's a guy or a girl. Well, there's two people. There's two people again? I told you, this is a two-parter. Oh, like, oh, I see, okay. This so, but, a... uh, what's the main character right now? What's our, uh, well, what's our boy like? We have two human beings. Let me, I'll get to the guy that we're going to about Oh, talk I about see. Today. There's a, there's but a bit of a... There are, there are the tales of two people that I'm going to discuss. And they were both named Peter. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Both Peter. They were both alive at the same time, more or less. They were alive during the same era, and they were both committing crimes at the same time. So Are you I thought sure it was... it's not the same dude? No, it's not the same guy. It's not the same I guy. I see. Because they lived in different parts of Germany. I see a mystery. But it's definitely interesting how these two dudes had the same name, and they were operating at around the same time, and... They were both basically just out there living these wild, really, really depraved lives at the same time. And just to give you guys some context, it's 15, it, this is around the 15, I would say 1540s to 1550s. 
and the crimes take place in the 60s and 70s. So Germany at this time is hyper, hyper religious. Right. I mean, so is basically everything. So is everybody else. Everybody's pretty damn religious. But Germany was very religious at this time. And what ha- what's going to happen is that uh, I would say about 10 years, about a decade or so after the events of this, we get something called the 30 Years War, which was one of the worst wars in the history of Germany. It killed 8 million people. It no, was one of really? the worst atrocities of all time. What? Yeah, for, for Germany, the eight, the 30 Years War was really, really, really bad. What were really they bad. fighting with? Um, I don't know. Don't ask that question. <laughs> um, I didn't look. But anyways, the 30s, yeah, the 30 Years War was pretty bad. And as a result, Germany was devastated. But the point is... Germany at that time, even before the Thirty Years' War, had all this shit going on with very religious people, very violent country. There was a lot of stuff happening at the time here. And that kind of brings us to our first main character who we're going to talk about today. And that guy goes by the name of Peter Stump. Kind oh, of, man. I, I don't know. Kind of a funny name when you it think is, about it. It is, but looks like a cartoon character. Right. It is. It kind of feels like, like you're a, talking about a Disney character or some shit. Right, like, right. Like it feels like you're talking about Popeye the Sailor Man or <laughs> some shit. You Peter know? Stump, everybody. Peter Stump. So did he stomp on people or something? Oh uh, well, like he stomped on. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason for his name. I'll get into that in a little bit. Oh. But basically, the story is this. So the reason we have the story of Peter Stump is because. In the 1930s, there was a pa- there were pamphlets that would go around in the 1930s about old like stories and tales of things that occurred hundreds of years ago. Mm. And in England, in London, there was the story that survived. In 1933, there was the publication of this thing called Werewolves in Lore and Legend. But Peter, so this story. This is a legend. People have been talking about this guy for a really long time. I didn't know there were there were like werewolves in medieval times. Yeah, these stories shit. were going around. What were they like? More hairy back then? <laughs> I suppose. What's, the, what's their deal? Well, you could call it hairy. You could call <laughs> like, it people's fear of witchcraft. You I could call see. it like, well, a coyote ate my sheep, but we're gonna blame <laughs> it on this guy. It's a lot of mystery that goes around all right. of this, but there were all these lures and stories of werewolves during the mid the middle ages and this story survived and it's important to talk about why the story survived because during the 30 years war everything got fucked up right everything got ransacked so all of these tales and a lot of the books that existed on this guy after the fact were all burned and destroyed but luckily this story survived well i'm curious about evidence yeah well I'm, i'm waiting I'm waiting. I'm curious too, and I'm you waiting. know, is with... there something, or was he just like our boy Jill DeRay? Well, the thing is, it's kind of again In between. When you see how crazy these stories are, you're gonna understand. And by the way, when we talk about all these medieval things, nothing is should... certain. No, I mean this was hundreds of years ago. It's you're going on based on like eyewitness accounts and and testimonies of people from like, villagers from like five six hundred years ago. People don't know, man. People really don't know. Right. However, I mean, there are certain things that you have to say, okay, this definitely could have happened. And then there's things that seem just 
unbelievable. Like this is, there's no way this could have occurred. So you're gonna get, you're definitely, I mean, whatever we saw with Jill DeRay, you're gonna get a lot of this with this guy right here. A lot. <sighs> that's, that's the thing, man. That's the freaky thing. That's the weird thing. Cause uh, these people, I don't know. Let's, uh, tell me more about him. So Jill DeRay. <laughs> Jill DeRay. Peter Stump. So Peter Stump, right? He, nobody really knows when he was born. Right. Because, again, with the 30 Years' War, the birth records and stuff were all destroyed. So the idea, though, is that he was born around the 1540s to 1550s. Mm. That's kind of the idea of when he was born. So Peter, like we said, he was from Germany, and he comes from Bedburg. He comes from a city called Bedburg in Germany. At the time, it was a small village, and it's close to Cologne currently. It's modern-day Cologne, Germany at the time called Kalin, Germany. I see. So the name was totally different back in those days. This was a long time ago. And Peter had more or less a normal life for the most part as an adult. He grew up in a small village. Bedburg was a little place. He, from what I understand, lived in a farm where he took care of animals. He was kind of a shepherd and he pretty much had a life, a fairly Basic normal dude. life for the most part early on in, 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 his, in his youth. So he grew up pretty normal for the most part. As he got older, he had an accident. And when he got, uh, he had an accident while well, he was a farmer and he lost his left hand. So they had to cut his left hand off. Oh boy. And I believe that's the reason why he was called Peter Stump. Or maybe perhaps ah. that's part of the reason why his name is what it is. I think maybe that's really, maybe Stump is his real last name. But at some point he gets his left hand cut off. And I don't know, maybe Stumpy because he right. didn't, didn't have a left hand <laughs> or some bullshit, you know. So he loses his left hand and he grows up more or less in his village making a decent amount of money. In fact, he was quite wealthy. He was a good, he was a, he, he was a well-to-do farmer. It is believed that he was well-respected in Bedburg where he was from. What and happened? That he was just kind of a normal guy who lost his left hand, but more or less had a fairly normal life by all accounts. So, things start to get a little weird, though. He caught, like, werewolf hypothermia or something? Maybe. He was out one <laughs> night, you know, he was taking care of a sheep, and then he got bitten by a, you know, by a fucking wolf and That's got, like, anthropies. <laughs> no one knows how it's like. Like, oh, I got how is... bitten by a wolf. I mean, it's like Spider-Man. It's not Spider-Man. It's Okay, not. Well, how does it work, then? I don't know. I think it's a gene kind of thing. Is that how it works? Or there and then you like, look at the full moon and you transform? And it's it probably has to do with witchcraft, witch wolves, uh, you know. Right. Stuff like that. I'm not an expert. I'm a vampire, man. They're our enemy. That is true. You do definitely do. You guys don't like each other. No. You know, there's kind of a beef, a, a lifelong beef between y'all. <laughs> but from what I know, what happened was that along with losing his hand and all that, he also became a widow. So he lost oh, his wife. Oh, poor kid. So dude loses well, his wife. why? Loses his hand. Because he doesn't have a hand she left him? <laughs> he can't, like, finger her anymore that, or something? <laughs> perhaps it was a situation where he couldn't please her. But, I mean, maybe he was a lefty. He wasn't a oh, righty, so it's kind oh, of uncomfortable. I was going to say. He was like... Poor kid. But I actually I actually think that she passed away. I don't think it was oh. that. I think, you know, back in those days, people got sick all the time and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. she got the measles, and then she did just die. So maybe it was one of those things. But the man loses his, uh, he loses his then wife, and they leave behind two children. So, up until now, 
you kind of think he's sort of a normal guy, right? You know, married, loses his wife, has two kids. He's kind of a well-paid, you know, decent life in a small village. Everything seems okay. He actually also gets a mistress. So oh. after his wife dies, he gets himself another woman. What kind of why, what kind of woman? I'm interested. Well, according to what the village, like? what according to the village people, according to the village people, Peter started dating one of the most beautiful women in the village. So they say that she had like the face of an angel, and apparently this woman was just He's really, really definitely beautiful. Definitely not a lefty. There's no way. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe his right hand was definitely still working pretty well, or he developed some kind of like a skill, you know, to improve well, his finger work. You don't only need your fingers, my friend. I don't know, man. If he's a werewolf, I mean, uh, he he might be like a. Maybe he met her on, down may, there. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he met her on a full moon, and he was in full power. Oh, there you go. You know. So, so that's he, the case. Yeah. Huh? So he meets this beautiful woman, and he meets a beautiful woman. They fall in love. They start going out. I mean, everything seems pretty normal. Now, one of the things that's interesting about Peter, though, is that when they start looking into his past, it turns out that his life wasn't as normal as people thought. Even though it seemed he was just a family man who loses his wife and he's just taking care of goats and shit, there's more happening. It turns out that when he was around 12 years old, Peter started to get interested in black magic. So he started to sort of dip his fingers on his right hand, not his left because he doesn't have a right hand, into the black. dark arts. And well, that's interesting. He starts to... Nobody really knows why. There isn't too much information telling us why he decided yeah. to get into black Maybe magic. Maybe it's one of these things where people just like were like, oh, he's doing black magic. Or, I think man, so. Man, these fucking Dales are, are, are sketchy all the time, and I hate it. I hate that this has to happen. Well, you know, this is what you... These fucking again, assholes who Dareth since back then. What a matter. Apparently. And the sad part is it was so long ago that back in those days, you could never really tell if people were just like, you know, like... There's yeah, a, yeah, whatever. It was just this fucking, you know, like you can't, you can't really make a story and yeah, say no, it's real and there's no be Instagram. Real. There's no Snapchat. You can't, you can't no. get a phone and record something. Like, you can't tell if something's real or not. But anyways, he got into, like, black magic. He got into necromancy, sorcery. He was really fascinated by these things. And it's believed that by the time that he was 20... He decided to make a pact. Damn, all the shit was like he was not even 20 yet? Yeah, I mean, this is like around the time he had his normal life. Uh, you know, in his privacy, he was actually tinkering with the dark powers of the underworld. So, Boo. when he was 20, he decides to do a pact with the devil. Basic. So, you're, apparently, you're, you're, uh... in return... Where, you know, he decides to give his soul to the devil, and the devil in return gives him a belt. A belt? A belt. Uh, like a wrestling belt? I don't it's know. Like, here it goes. <laughs> it's a good question. What, WWE belt? Did you oh, get the... There you go, baby. <laughs> Did you get, like, the World Heavyweight Championship? <laughs> Did you just, like, get this big, giant... Da-da-da-da? Like, He's like, oh, like, I'm going to sell my soul. What do you want in return? He's like... Just a belt. Or maybe just a belt. He didn't have a belt and his pants were falling down all the time. Probably. He, the devil was like, okay, look, dude. Here's... You need to you, get a belt, need... <laughs> bro. Just take this shit, you know? Here's the shit for your, for your half a hand and soul. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do with that soul. It's, uh, well, it's broken already. Well, what was happening is when he's walking, he's holding up his pants with one hand. Oh, so he needs the belt because he right. only has one hand to pull his pants up, <laughs> and then he can't shake people's hands when he talks See, to we, them. See, we, 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 are, we are smart. We know how to solve things. We're deducing crimes. You're right. This is hard to do, guys. Again, this man was alive 500 years ago, and all these village people are saying that this dude got his hand cut off and that he got a belt from the devil. It's hard. No, no, go back to the belt. I want to know. What the okay. fuck? So the belt, right? We're so You're asking yourself, what's the deal with the fucking belt? What's well, the apparently, belt? the belt has magical powers. Oh. And when he puts on the belt, what do you think happens to him? He go invisible. Correct. No. no, you're actually right. No, 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 you're dude. That's oh actually my God. correct. It's this that's is a correct. fucking cliche thing. That is correct. Like well, that was actually one of the things that he could do. I want that belt. He could. Uh, me too. You know how easy you could shoplift with that thing, bro. Not just that. Or you could like just walk around. That's and, a, like, yeah, they should, uh, you can be a creep, like one hundred percent. What would you do if you had a belt like that and you could go invisible? What would you do? What would be your number one thing if you could get an know. invisible belt? Man, I don't know. A lot of things. Sneak up on people. <laughs> would you Fine. Would you rob people? Would you go behind, like, pickpocket people and they'll never I'd see you? I'd rather not answer that question on, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> people are going to hold that shit on us later. What, they'll be like, oh, they made an invisible belt and they, they said that back then. Oh, that's true, yeah. Like, when we actually get listeners, not they'll be that. like, I'm not, oh, I'm not going see, they always had bad intentions. If you go back to episode 19 back in September, they actually wanted to, like, shoplift man, and, people and are pickpocket assholes. people. They you know? said that and they'll chop us off and put that on YouTube, man. Oh, I don't, I, they'll start critiquing us and don't, shit. Don't ask me these questions. Mm. I don't know. I don't want the belt anymore. I, I do. <laughs> I don't want it. I do want it. I what else? Want what that else? Belt. Tell me what but else it of does. Of course. Okay. So besides being invisible, I mean, we've been talking about where lycanthropy and being right, a werewolf. Right. So the idea is that when he puts on the belt, he transforms into a werewolf. Oh. So that is sort of the story. And that the belt, the belt doesn't gives break? him that power. He just becomes that werewolf that with a belt. Uh, I th- I don't think so. There's no. There's no nothing here that says that he was ever killed. Or rather, that the belt could be destroyed that I know of. Simply that when he puts it on, he can transform into a werewolf and he could also become invisible. He gains different powers. Like, he's got a God lot of different damn, abilities. Dude. He has a bunch of different powers, and that's sort of the, what he gets in return for selling his soul to the devil. And that happened when he was roughly 20. So, in fact, he had been doing all of these things for a long time, and he was sort of. This is sort of a classic Ted Bundy. Even modern-day serial killer where you get these stories where these guys have these great private lives, right? Like they have a wife, they have kids, oh, yeah. they have a job, and they're like, okay, sweetie, I'm going to go like, right. I'm gonna go to the supermarket, and then they just and go then, and yeah, like cut somebody's head off and eat right. them, you know? It's kind of that. He has his own toy box play kind of game. Yeah, he's sort of every – now, the thing about him is he was known for being really charismatic. In the village – Peter Stump was a very charismatic guy, and everyone really liked him. He was supposed to be like really friendly. So the hand and thing shit. was nothing, probably. It was shit. I it mean, it was nothing. He's like, I'll grow another hand. I would, what would it matter? I mean, it didn't seem to affect him too much. He handled it a lot better than Jamie Lannister did. Because when see. Jamie got his hand cut off, it was like he couldn't fight anymore, right. and he, he would have the gold yeah. one, and like. Well, Peter Stump had a much easier time with it. It seemed like even though he lost his left hand, he was still like, fuck it. I sold my soul to the devil. I got this belt. I could turn into a werewolf. Bruh. All this shit. 
and he loved, seemed to live a pretty uh, a successful life to right. the villagers. Now, what happened is, as you know, when you sell your soul to the devil, what it means is that even though you get power, invisibility, you get lycanthropy, you get all these things, well, you got to give something in return. It's not just free. You don't just get shit and then it's like, well, just live your life. Like, uh, being a werewolf is more of a curse than a fucking gift. Of course. Back then, probably was like a bigger deal. So what did he give in return? So what he gave in return, well, is that essentially he loses his sanity. Because after his wife dies and everything, that's when the crimes really begin. What happens is that Peter starts to lose his mind. And he starts to go out at night around the village and he starts taking children. Taking Whoa. children. He starts killing and people. Again with the fucking children. It's like all these stories. These motherfuckers just like kidnapping children. Yeah. He starts kidnapping kids. He starts kidnapping women. And people start going missing. So apparently, according to a lot of eyewitnesses, like people that at the time were i guess saw peter they say that when they saw him he they saw a massive wolf they saw a gigantic monster how did they know it was fucking him the belt he used to wear back in the market again dude i don't know oh, we'll get i mean i know but oh so go, go I, it, probably getting... his hand was not working so they were like well oh, that's i mean they probably stuff. look and they were Stop. like where's the left hand <laughs> you know like they're like there's not a left hand though but they saw a massive wolf, they saw the claws, and they reported seeing this animal ripping children to pieces and killing them. And they reported, yeah, they started, to, you know, the people from the village started to see this massive wolf attacking people in the night or in like dark parts of the village where they were near the woods and shit. Mm. So it gets pretty dark, and eventually he just starts devouring, killing children. He starts uh, killing all sorts of people in the village, and he does it for 25 years. What? For That's 25 crazy. years, the guy just goes on a rampage. No one gave a shit? This is so the they weird. didn't know it they, was him, maybe? Or, yeah, I guess they didn't really know, because at the same... I was also thinking, this is a village, so it can't be that big, right? This man is going out, and he is murdering women and children... Obviously, people are in terror, right? People are terrified. Where, I guess they didn't know it was Peter yet, you mm -hmm. know? Like, they still weren't sure. And according to the to the testimonies and according to the eyewitnesses, he was more or less, the, there was a massive wolf, werewolf killing people. Mm. So they didn't know, apparently. So, for the most part, his crimes are pretty fucked up. He starts to kill women and children and apparently he would also kill his own goats and eat them like a, uh, from what i from from what i understood he would kill his own sheep and goats and eat their intestines like he would rip the intestines out and eat them that's great well since he's werewolf uh, i wouldn't expect I, less right so it gets pretty fucked up now the crimes get a little bad they get even worse than you would imagine he not only goes from killing women and children to raping them so oh, yeah that's some fantasy bullshit i mean that is some dark <laughs> that is some dark shit so he starts to uh essentially uh turn into a wolf apparently he would take women and children kill them he would kill men too he would kill men oh. he would just murder them and the women the, the women he would he would rape them and the crimes were uh pretty they were pretty bad as a whole 
And as he went along basically murdering people, he decided, why not? I mean, I've already raped and killed all these people. I might as well start uh, messing around with my own children. No. Yeah. So Peter goes fully depraved, and apparently his daughter, he had two children, his youngest daughter, who was very beautiful, well, he starts to have an incestuous relationship with his own daughter. Oh my god, that's nuts. Which is fairly disgusting. So he's having a relationship with his daughter, he continues to keep his mistress around, though, like he was still with his, he still had his mistress, and at this point, I mean... bizarre. Yeah, at this point, it was pretty, uh... He was pretty. De- he was a. He was pretty depraved. He was also known for collecting organs, as you know, classic stuff. He would collect hearts. It would be really fucked up if people were able. To, if were ma- making the, all the shit up, like I don't know. If it was true, all right. But it. Yeah. It, I don't know. Some. I don't even believe that it would go that far, for I'm, people to make shit up, for all the stuff. I wouldn't be surprised from all the earlier stories we've been through. Right. But I mean, it's still. not the first time that people make up these kinds of tales. Right. You know? um, it wouldn't be the first time that we have somebody get framed for things they didn't do for a specific reason. And we may never know what that reason is. And maybe the guy was just a normal guy. I don't know. So, so he made it with his daughter. He may, he starts sleeping with his daughter. They have a child together. Oh, come I on. Mean, Fucking it's, hell! This is yeah. This is some. This real is another level. Medieval, disgusting. Yeah, this vile is shit. This is it, boys. That's the cave of crimes you ask for. <laughs> this is disgusting I bullshit we're bringing into you. I've heard it all at this point. <laughs> guys melting on chairs. Guys fucking inc- incest. I mean, right. Pretty brutal shit. So in turn, he, uh, him, and his mistress Catherine Trompton. This is the first time I say her name, but his mistress's name. Uh, her name was Catherine Trompton. What is these names? Well, it's like a long time ago, man. It was a while ago, you know. And they're German. Actually, right. the names could be weirder. It could be like some of these weirdo-ass names. <laughs> True. So far, I have to say, this is the easiest thing that I've had to pronounce since we did Subutai in China, in Mongolia, and, all and also uh, Olga Hungary. from Russia, and then Hungary. This is probably the, one of the easiest names I've had to pronounce so far. Right. You know? But anyways, he, yeah, he basically, his thirst for blood continued to grow, actually, and he collected organs, rape, he more or less murdered villagers left and right, to the point where the village was in terror for over 20 years. So, I mean, assuming his murders began, let's see, if he was born, again, we don't have a date, but 14, I mean, 1545, give or take, and let's say that the killings start around the time he's in his mid to late 20s, maybe 30s. Yeah, that would mean that between around the 1560s to about the 1580s, that is really when he is just murdering people the most and raping and doing all these horrific things. So that's really when he is at his absolute peak as a serial killer. It's during those 20 years. So he terrorized the place so bad that the villagers wouldn't go out at night. Like they at that point were terrorized because there were just people like showing up dead, murdered, raped, beaten, bloodied. So people weren't going out much at night because they were terrified. They also didn't know it was him just yet, so it was still kind of a mystery. Now, there are accounts of people who survived because apparently one of uh, Peter's things was that that he would kind of hide in the woods and he would wait for people to pass by and he would make a little noise. 
Okay. And then the person would go over to see what it was, and then he would snatch them and and then fuck them up. He would that kill them, stab them, beat them to death, and all that. But there was one little girl that survived. And the little That's girl, weird. he tried to take her away, but she slipped away from him and ran away, and he couldn't get her. And that actually was one of the major things in of figuring out caught. who he was because she went back and— That's fucking weird. You know, she started talking about what he looked like and that he looked like this and maybe there was a missing left hand. And Aww. she gave her testimonies of what he looked like. A, we only have one guy with no hand in the city. <laughs> well, yeah, there can only be one person. There's only one guy missing a left hand. So, uh, so yeah, there was uh, all these situations of... But the thing is, even after this, it wasn't like he immediately got caught after. He continued to perform his crimes. He was also apparently not just a werewolf, but he also had vampiric things to him as well. Like so he was a hybrid. Yeah, apparently he used to suck people's blood. He used to like to bite people and then He's suck like their the blood out. Hybrid. Yeah, I mean, this guy was kind of like a Frankenstein of all sorts of horror things. True. A little vampire, a little werewolf, a little serial killer, a little bit of everything. You can get a little bit of everything with Peter Stump. Man, that belt. Where's that belt right now? Is it like in a museum or some shit? That's a good question. That is a good question. Whatever happened to that fucking belt? If like there's a story and a fucking belt, someone must have it. Unless they burned him with the belt. I don't know how he died, actually. (laughs) Well, you'll find out. Kind of an important part of the story. All right, let's keep going. So, he's, uh, so yeah, a girl gets away... And, again, people started to suspect things because the little girl that got away gave her account. And other people started to witness and see things. There was actually a list of people who saw him. Got it. So, there were a couple of people that saw who it was. And, again, through all the years of the killings and stuff, people started to recognize him. Not just the little girl. But there was actually a list of names of witnesses that saw Peter Stump. And those witnesses were the names Tice Artine, William Brewer, Adolf State, George, and George Boers. So these four men were responsible. They were witnesses that saw Peter Stum committing these crimes. They saw him doing these things, and that was kind of the beginning of the end for Peter because his twenty year of uh, his reign of terror in the village was finally coming to an end. You know. Is there an estimation of how many people he murdered? Yeah. Wow. There is an estimation. However, it was Peter who said it, so I don't believe him. Right. You know, and that's kind of a recurring theme with a lot of these guys. They sort of like to they like to act like they fucking Yeah. yeah. You know, they when they know they're gonna die. So in any way in any case, he uh, goes on to people start to become uh, they start to suspect of Peter. And you know, this is around the time, dude, it was so bad that the villagers had to go around with bodyguards. Oh. Like, people were walking around with bodyguards because there were so many people getting caught and snatched yeah. and killed and finding bodies and stuff that there were bodyguards following people around Bedburg, this village. True. So, eventually what happens is that eventually when all of the witnesses come together and they give their testimonies, they finally get a hold of Peter... And they decide to interrogate him, right? And did he admit to the crimes? So, I think there was so much overwhelming evidence, particularly because they went to his house. And what happened is they found, like, organs and shit. They found hearts. 
they found intestines they found oh, like right. well, eyeballs and shit and they were like okay this guy is a serial killer it's him it's peter it's fucking peter you i know? see and at that point they grabbed him they interrogated him they asked him all sorts of questions and you know as you would imagine he finally seeing that he got caught he decided to he decided to finally confess to his crimes. That's what I'm asking. He did eventually. This is how we know all these stories about the belt and the devil because they all came from him. Oh, I when see. When he confessed, he said that when he was much younger, he did a pact with the devil to get a belt. And then when he wore the belt, that would transform him into a werewolf. And then his craze for blood Fucking and flesh asshole. would be too much. So that was really kind of all, everything we know was his right. testimonies and he started confessing to killing i believe it was hundreds he according to him he said he killed hundreds of people i mean i wouldn't be surprised if I, we don't i don't know yeah you're right um, still is a little still. too much you know but he confessed to killing hundreds of people and that was kind of um give me a minute what ends up happening is that you know a bunch, a group of men are enlisted to go chase down Peter. Oh. So the group of men go after him, and he is in his wolf form, apparently. Wow. So as the story goes, they chase him into the forest, and they're chasing after this werewolf, and he can't outrun them. There's too many of them. Yeah, so but he's finally, a fucking werewolf. He takes off the well. Apparently, there's a lot, dude. Whoa, whoa! Like, there's just a lot of there's a lot of guys, and he's completely outnumbered. So even as a werewolf, so I, why I, he takes off the belt? What did he you takes say? off the belt and goes into his human form oh when God. he sees that he can't he can't outrun them, and they've got him cornered. So they outcorner him in the forest, and they see that he is Peter Stump, now in the form of a human. Right. So now they're like, oh, it's this guy. So. They took him in, of course, arrested his ass, took him in, and then begins the torture. Because it wouldn't be the middle the middle it wouldn't be the middle ages if we don't have some torture, you know? So they took him in and he starts confessing to all his crimes, you know, like I said, he starts telling him about the all the stuff and everything. And then what ends up happening is that they start with the rack. What is the Oh, I know what's that. Every oh, the rack ahead. for those that don't know is yeah. when you get tied by each hand and they stretch your body to cause pain. Right. So they could have killed him right there with the rack, but they don't do that. They don't do that with that with the rack. They, they just, just use it to torture him. him, warm him up. Yeah, this is just to butter him up for what's to come. <laughs> oh no. So they torture him, they stretch out his ankles and his wrists from the frame and of course you could imagine he's in horrific pain and you know he starts again to release more information as they stretch his body out he's like yeah 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 i killed a hundred thousand i had killed like 150 people or whatever and yeah i i I, like fucked my own daughter like all these disgusting (laughs) things are coming out and that he stores corpses and that he you know used to eat hearts apparently he used to like to eat yeah. the hearts of children that was his deal like he used to like eat or organs that's, of children that's probably then probably that's where the whole thing about werewolves eating hearts came from well the stories of the werewolves goes even further than really? that really yeah there's a little bit we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute so he starts confessing for his crimes the the list of the people he's killed and his reign of terror all this stuff starts to just sort of come to the surface so everyone's like oh jesus Peter, how could you? Yeah. So they take him off the rack, 
and then they're like well i mean hell we're german people from the middle ages let's fucking just let's do some wild shit to this dude so they cast the belt off of course the belt i don't know what happens basically i think they burn the belt or they just threw it they cast it aside and everything before they begin the tortures on october 28th 1589 they said they give him another trial so after they torture his ass on the rack they put him on trial again and he basically keeps confessing to more shit he keeps confessing that he was under the spell of the devil and he confesses to the killing of all these people basically more or less the same stuff we that i've been saying this entire time i really don't know why they're interrogating him so much this guy is confessing to everything yeah just let him go just off him already yeah. i mean obviously <laughs> that's what you want to do just kill the motherfucker like you already know but no they interrogated him some more on october 28th and then finally oh, here we go finally almost like it's fucking poetry halloween on october 31st really no 1589 way. Really? On October 31st, on wow. Halloween, in the square of Bedburg, of course. Beautiful. Beautiful. Right <laughs> in the center of the little town, they took our boy Peter, and in the presence of his friends and all these princes of Germany, because apparently now Peter was known around the whole country. Like, he was known so all over So everybody's, like, visiting. Oh, yeah, I'll go. It's like a concert. Bro, it's weird, isn't it? Like, back in those days... Getting killed was like seeing it was like, it was like Lollapalooza. <laughs> it was like, yeah, they're gonna fucking, they're gonna take this person and Let's chop go get their head high off. Watching this motherfucker getting chopped off. Yeah. Stairway to heaven. Woo! It's just some guy getting his head cut off, and everyone drinks mead and woo. It's like, bro, people are what? Savage, what? What did they do to him? What did they do? So they tie Peter up to something something very important because let me say this Don't device worry. will be used again in our tales oh man and this little tool is called the breaking wheel oh boy that doesn't sound very good no what is the breaking wheel so the breaking wheel is a giant cartwheel and what they do is they tie the human body to the wheel and what they do with the wheel is that they f twist and they turn the body on the braking wheel to smash the joints and the bones off. That's so insane. it's a slow death where what they do is they just slowly take your body and twist it and turn it around the wheel until every bone in your body is smashed to pieces. And this is how they decided. It was one of the horrific ones. I mean, the braking wheel was actually very popular in the Middle Ages. It was a very popular form of torture and it was used quite often very were very very well used and believe it or not after they spent hours taking this dude and breaking peter's bones and smashing him he didn't die well he's a werewolf mm -hmm. they did he werewolf. didn't he didn't die <laughs> so people are like peter the wolf lives oh. what do we do next so they decided Fuck to him up even more of course I mean, do you Let's think try it would... something else? Let's play another game, dude. It's <laughs> it's like an encore. Oh yes, <laughs> play you know play play fucking oh it's like a concert. Right. It's like, please give us Hotel California one more time. Encore <laughs> presentation, and then they just bring out some other torture device to 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 Did just they? really of course. Oh, so the breaking wheel is done. They smashed peter's body into pieces yeah he's he he can't fucking stand anymore no 
No, his I mean his joints are all cracked at this point, so he can't. He's basically just lying just there. Just a limp. But they just wanted to torture him even more, so they proceeded to skin his skin his uh, skin him, alive. him. So they flayed him. Oh, they no. flayed him a little bit, and then what they did is they took red hot pincers. So they took like these sharp little things. Oh my god! And what they did is they put fire on them. And then they put hot oil on his body. Holy shit. And then what they did is they started taking the hot fire from the pincers and and like putting it by his like his 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 like skin and his muscles this that was evil. exposed. Bro, it's nuts. It's crazy. What the, like imagine this, right? Imagine your body gets oil all over it and then they take hot flames and they put it by the side of your body. So that they can, what they're basically doing is they're roasting him like right. a pig. Yeah. They're roasting him like he's a pig. So human bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for breakfast. Jesus. You know. Yum. So they they took him, they peeled his they peeled his skin off for the most part, and then they just skinned him. They just basically roasted him alive. They started roasting his body, cooking him up. And after it was all over, after I mean, think about it, the rack, the braking wheel, roasting him like a pig, they finally fished, finished it all off by cutting his head off. Why not? Classic Why not? beheading. Why not? Took Can him share with a classic. Classic took him, put him you know, put him on a stake or whatever, and then just came down with the hatchet and chopped his fucking head off. So that was the end of Peter Stump. I don't the know if it's sad for him or of not. Bedburg. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. Look, I don't feel bad for him either if it's true that he did all these things. You know, if he, like, raped and murdered hundreds of girls. Yeah, Crazy. fuck you. You should definitely get tortured to death. You're a piece of trash. Now, the story of Peter, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's very sad. After he was executed and his head was cut off and tortured and all that... They they basically burned him to ashes. They just lit his body on fire, yeah, and they you know he might come back. He is a werewolf, right? Bear, bear mentioning that it's important to say that. So that was the end of his story, and there are a few things that we have to talk about here with this entire scene because you know around the time of the Middle Ages, around this era, the fifteen hundreds, and even before this, it's quite normal for people to get sentenced to death for supposedly having magical powers right whether you're a werewolf whether you're a witch whether you're some type of sorcerer i mean this shit happened all the time it was quite common right and i mean is it possible that he was i mean do i i mean look is it possible that he was a serial killer absolutely I mean, it's no no doubt about it if this guy did what he did then he was i mean then you kill him on the basis that he's a serial killer now the werewolf stuff is that is something is that something that he added to the story to make it better to say i mean look maybe he was pleading insanity people do that shit all the time nowadays he was like look maybe if i tell people that i was in the possession of the devil maybe they won't yeah they'll spare me so maybe he was trying to save himself by saying that i mean maybe that's the case but at the same time, you know, I think a lot of village people, especially like in these like Germany and France and Italy and these right. things, they kind of like this whole idea that they're going to kill someone to preserve yeah, yeah, the yeah. sanctity of the church. Yeah. You know, so you have to kill this demonic presence that is here to 
do all these horrible things as well. So it was story Pretty kind fucked of, up as well. Yeah. Definitely, you know, religious persecution at this time was quite common. And as a matter of fact, what I was actually reading that's very interesting is that when you look at Eastern Europe, Estonia, Poland in this time period, those countries, the cases of, uh, you know, people dying like this are actually much higher. Right. Germany was actually not that bad and France and England are not that bad in comparison to the events that was happening in Eastern Europe at that time. There were a lot more people getting burned, getting killed, getting breaking wheeled, getting tortured for being witches and werewolves and vampires and being lichens and all this. I mean, this stuff was quite common in Eastern Europe during the Middle Ages. So this was quite normal. And that's basically our boy. That's the end of... Man, uh, what a fucking story. I like that That's one. the end of Peter Stump. I, uh, Peter I don't Stump, know. Though. I think that... I mean, look... We'll never really know the truth. Is he actually a werewolf? Maybe. I mean, at the same time, you could also say for 1500, small village, people think they see a wolf. I mean, it's totally possible. Actually, one of the interesting points was that if you go to Bedburg, Germany, if you go to this place, okay. there's like forests everywhere and they have wolves, like actual wolves. Oh. It's possible that people were getting caught by wolves at night and killed. And people's sheep and their cattle were being killed by wolves. That does make sense. You know, I mean, it's totally normal that if you live in a small village next to a forest and it's the Middle Ages and you have no technology, that you have wild animals that act wild. Like, it's not really that crazy. However, um, there's so many sides to this that it's kind of, I mean, there's so many different perspectives that you can look at with the story whether it's peter you know we don't really know did people actually like him maybe not maybe people hated him and that's the reason why he was framed and maybe it was other people that were killing people and they framed him because he was kind of the freak charismatic getting the hot chicks all the time yeah we don't know maybe they didn't like him so perhaps they lied and said that this guy was a crazy psychopath or maybe he really was a psychopath he lied about being possessed so that they would let him live, even though it obviously wouldn't work. And in essence, they uh, decided to murder him anyways, and then they went and tortured his ass and did about everything that, that was to do. brutal, man. You know, but we will never really know. We'll never really know. We'll never know about stories. Peter Stump, and we'll never really know exactly the the events of that. Another thing I wanted to mention too, in regards to werewolves. The folklore of werewolves at this time was very popular. Werewolves oh. and lycanthropy, this type of stuff was really was talked about a lot in Europe at this time period. Uh, it's it's just something that got passed down for hundreds of years. And as usual, you know, it's usually Christians who were saying that the werewolves are the work of the devil and right. all this stuff. So these sto- werewolf stories and lore and stuff were very common. Maybe we can for- cover that sometimes in a special episode. And maybe we could. We could even, I mean, we could either, you know, do it for horror, or Cave right. of Horrors, or Cave of Crimes. I don't know. We could do it for both. I mean, it doesn't matter. But maybe we should because there is a lot of stuff about lycanthropy that I want to read up more on, actually. I think lycanthropy is quite interesting and just the kind of like the, the yeah, definitely. what is it, the, the stories and the lore behind it and how that came to be. So maybe we'll cover that in future episodes. Well, there you have it, there guys. You have it. So this is part one of Peter Stump. And why do I say part one? Because what if I told you that at the same time, 
between 1550 to about 1580 to 1590. Yeah, you did mention someone else. Oh, there is someone else. Quite interesting. But what if I told you that at the same time that Peter Stump is in Bedburg, murdering, killing, and doing all these horrible things in Germany, there is another guy in Germany doing very similar things oh. at the same time, and his name is also Peter. We've got another Peter. Another Peter, for an- same era, oh, same time, also German, doing some wild shit. You're just going to have to stick around to find out in part two. Well, yeah. Let's do this. Let's do it. So, uh, also, uh, we that is our episode. That is our next episode of the medieval era. Thank you for tuning in. Now, we do. I do want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the podcast because we were Yeah, right. Yeah, week. we should. We Let's should. cover this really we quickly. Should, yeah. Uh, it's just that we've been uh, trying to improve uh, our equipment and try to work on some new things for you guys. We uh, Next week, or maybe the week after that, we will have, you might notice a little bit of a difference in the quality of the podcast. We're like making a little set, improving the studio, trying to, trying to get the best quality possible. And we do have a little surprise coming up soon in a couple weeks max. And we'll reveal it then on the podcast. You guys will know, and hopefully you'll like it. Yeah, I'm really stoked to, for you guys to see what's coming up. I'm really excited, not just for the quality, because quality, is, like you said, is going to improve. But again, we have some things up our sleeves that we'll be revealing soon. And I'm just excited for all like the folks out there who listen to us, who hear these stories. We are going to – we just got – we have so much more coming. Yes. You know, we have so much more coming. Not just – I mean, we have a lot of things. We have a lot of ideas we want to we wanna bring out in terms of just what we do. And also, this, this – especially when we talk about Cave of Crimes, like I said, we've been doing Middle Ages now for a couple of weeks. We will be doing, we're almost, we are going to come to an end eventually with the Middle Ages. And I'm also excited to see what we do after. I mean, I love the Middle Ages. I love telling these stories. And this is a really interesting era in life. These The, the, the hundreds of years that was the Middle Ages is really fascinating in these crimes and these stories. But what comes after that is going to be really exciting as well. Because we're going to take a complete departure and we're going to go somewhere else. And well... We just have a lot of we we have a lot of things in the works for the future. Right. Let's keep it that way. Anyway, for now, just as you know it, don't forget if you have any questions or suggestions, don't forget to email us at fausecave at gmail dot com. Yes. Uh, go ahead, follow us on social media yes. if you care to. We do post a lot of beautiful stuff that is different from the episodes we do on yes. here. And that's it. Yeah. Follow us on everything: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Boom, boom, boom. We're on everything. Please uh, show us a little bit of that support. We have a lot, of, like you said, we have lots of stories. You can right. just catch a lot of our posts and all that. So, and check we'll us see out. you next week. And we'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for tuning in.